We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Notre Dame fans, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. My name is Brian Driscoll. I'm the publisher at irishbreakdown.com. I am joined today by our football analyst, Vince D'Addario. Vince, we're two days away, so we're recording this podcast on Thursday. It's going to come out on Friday, but we're two days away. When it comes out, we'll be a day away from Notre Dame starting their spring practice. And as we predicted, we will have zero access during the spring. Uh, we will have a, a three-minute video, which will probably have about five or six plays each, yep. uh, that we'll be able to scour through. But we'll do our best to get as much behind-the-scenes intel as we can, which we did, obviously, in the Offensive Line podcast recently. But before we dive really into a full look at the spring, which we will have out Saturday morning, Vince, let's take a look at the final pos- – let's – skill position or overall like you know the the position from of i'm trying to say this nicely (laughs) non-special teams positions right i don't i was going to say real positions but i didn't Uh, mean it like that right um you know but let's talk about the last one and it's safety and we chose to use safety last because i think a case could be made that this is the biggest question mark on the football team heading into the to the spring vents where you know, it's also ironic that we say that because it's also arguably the best player on right. the team plays <laughs> exactly. that position. That's but he's exactly just what one, I was going to say. He's just yeah. one dude, right? right. He's just and one dude. At least two, at right. least two to start. And if you follow what Marcus Freeman does with his defenses in the recent history, he's had three out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's run with five defensive backs, and that that last that fifth defensive back has been a safety. So, I ideally, you would think 
that is something that he's looking at doing in Ultimate, the future. Eventually. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is correct. And I, no. I would be shocked if that was the case this year. But that um, all depends on how we you never know. how things go in the spring. And that's, <laughs> that's what correct. we're going to talk about. So yes. let's just dive right in, Vince. And and the one positive that you have, and this is true of not just the safety position, but the defense as a whole, to be a great defense that can truly play on the big stage and beat the best teams is you need legitimate difference makers, elite players. And I would argue that, that Notre Dame has the, the best sa com safety coming back next year, the best safety in the entire country coming back next year. That's Kyle Hamilton. And I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do in the Marcus Freeman defense, Vince, but what is it, what does it do for a defense and what does it do for a position group? That is a big question mark to have such a, a talented player coming back on the roster. Well, obviously he's got experience. I mean, he he has been, he was a part-time player, obviously as a freshman who earned his way onto the field with his play. They kind of just let him play as a freshman because there were two other really good safeties that were on Notre Dame's team. And so he was kind of able to either sit back, play center field, you know, do whatever. But then last year he really took a major step up because he was, even though he wasn't the veteran safety, uh, because that obviously goes to Sean Crawford. Um, he, he would be the definition of veteran uh, since he was at Notre Dame for so long. You knew I had to get something in there, something. Uh, but he was he was still the guy at safety, and we saw him. What we saw was a, a great one-two punch with him and Jeremiah Wusukormo, and I realize he is not a safety, but one of the things that Clark Lee was able to do was he would have both he would have them on both sides of the defense, right? He would have them on opposite sides. So it's kind of a pick your poison situation. Um, and a lot of times they went towards Kyle Hamilton and Kyle Hamilton did a great job. I mean, he could fill the lane uh, with ease. He can play center field with ease. I, I love him back there because he can cover ground so, so fast. I think it was, was it the first Clemson game or was it the second Clemson game? It was early on. Clemson tried to go deep on Notre Dame. And the, the ground that Kyle Hamilton made up to go and break up that play was unbelievable. And they didn't go deep the rest of the game, basically. That was the it's, Alabama game. Was that the Alabama game? That was Thank the you. Alabama game. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry they, about that. They tried to run a, a route to That's the tight end up the sideline. I think it was their first drive of the game, and yes. he almost picked it off. Right, and, and was, he was playing center field. Yeah. Like, he was able to get to he the He was definitely inside pass. the hash. I mean, yes. that, was, that was impressive. I, yes. I think the thing that you're kind of bringing up, Vince, that's so important is – there's a lot of safeties that are great cover players or center fielders or alley players or great tacklers. I think what makes Kyle Hamilton unique, Vince, is he can do all three of those things. He could play any, he could play free safety and be the best free safety in the country. He could yep. play an alley safety and be the best safety in the country. He can move to Rover and be and an, all, about you know, an all American linebacker. And yeah. that's to me what makes him so special is that is that versatility. But also what I what I don't think we 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 really focus enough on is this is an incredibly intelligent football player, too, Vince. Absolutely. And that's what I think that's what was initially what got him on the field. Yes, he had all the physical tools, but we've seen guys with physical tools not get on the field as yeah. early as Kyle Hamilton. One of the things that got him on the field, because it's one of the things that really makes a difference to Brian Kelly and his staff, is understanding the playbook, whether that's on the mm -hmm. offensive side or the defensive side. It's wrapping your mind around it, knowing the X's and O's, knowing where you're supposed to line up, being able to help other guys line up. That's what Kyle Hamilton was able to bring to the table, even as a freshman. Now, they didn't put everything on his plate, obviously, but the fact that he is such a smart player 
which is, is one of the main reasons why he played so much as a freshman. And we just – at Notre Dame, we just don't see that very often. And, and he had that great combination of talent and football IQ, and that's what got him on the field. And that's what makes him such a great player because he can do it on the field and he can do it upstairs between the – We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed ears and when you're back at safety you've got the whole defense in front of you so it's really important that you understand how all the moving parts go together it's kind of like the catcher on a baseball team you can you're the only guy that can see everything and you are kind of the guy that you're not necessarily getting everybody lined up but you understand why when this guy moves this guy moves and when you know this and this why all those things kind of go together and work together kind of like a symphony. And when you understand that, that makes you an even better player because you can anticipate where those holes are. And that's one of the things he just does so well. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff. And it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. This is not a defense that's easy for safeties to learn, Marcus <clears throat> Freeman's. But I, I would argue, Vince, that it is it is there's less on the shoulders of a safety in this defense mentally than there it was in Clark Lee's defense. It was much more of a safety-driven defense. I think that should then free up Kyle Hamilton to to be used, not combine that plus he's now going to be a junior. I think right. that's going to be something that's going to free him up to be even more of a versatile weapon. And that's the thing I think Clark Lee did a really good job with. Yes, there was a lot of times, more often than not, where they weren't on the same side of the field. But he would then line them up in certain situations and blitz them from the same side. And that's sure. it's another one. Pick your poison. Hey, running back, which one of these two guys do you want to pick up? <laughs> right. You know, uh, and and that's where I, it's going to be. You see how they use him. I mean, in, in third down, do they use him more as a center fielder? Do they do they bring him in the box and use him like they use Jeremiah Usukormo? That. That's the thing. So how do you replace Jeremiah Wusukormo? Well, depends. On first and second down, you replace him this way. On third down, you can replace him with Kyle Hamilton, you know. But that that's the unique aspect. And that's what I'm looking forward to seeing from Kyle Hamilton this yes. year And is how do they use him? And, and how they're going to use him is going to be so dependent upon 
who else steps up? And that to me is the next, that's the big storyline. Look, we know who Kyle Hamilton is. If, if he just repeats his sophomore year, he's a second team all American, right? (laughs) Right, right. It's a really good season. And, and his numbers would have been even better. A, they played one fewer game than normal. And two, that ejection against North Carolina, he was on pace for a oh, huge He still game. Wasn't, he, wasn't he still the third leading tackler, even though he yeah. got kicked out in the first yeah. half? He yeah. He had six tackles. Yeah. And, and I remember we talked about who's – we did on a, a pregame show, that, that your, the pregame show you do that day. And, and they said, you know, one of the questions we were asked was, you know, who's going to lead the team in tackles? And I was like, it's going to be Kyle Hamilton and – of course, I ended up being wrong, but he was on pace well, like 20 tackles. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it really he was. It was absurd. Right. And the thing that was so impressive, it was the type of tackles he was making. He was just like tackling guys in space. And yeah, that was he that was a uh, was set to be just his best game. And just his range and his playmaking ability is really, really special. And I'm really curious to see how Marcus Freeman and Chris O'Leary and the staff is going to use him. Um, because he can play in coverage, he can play zone, and he, of course, can be a weapon against the run. And I'm especially interested to see how they use him on third down. But <clears throat> big part of that, Vince, is you can only use him in certain ways depending on how the other safeties play. If your second safety is not as good as, you know, is not a championship-caliber player, then you may be forced to have to use Kyle Hamilton more to play to protect that position, maybe more center field. Uh, so there's just a lot of question marks go into that. There were even more question marks at safety when Houston Griffith announced oh. he was going to transfer. Yes. And, and look, Houston Griffith is a player that let's be clear, has a lot to prove at Notre Dame, a lot to prove. We don't need to spend time worrying about why he didn't play more. The fact is, is he really in his first three years, hasn't really played like the top yeah. hundred recruit that he was. <clears throat> okay. Now, forget the reasons why. There's there's can be a debate about that. The fact is, is the reason it was a big loss is because he was the only veteran safety that had the talent to become an impact player if he maxes out his potential. So getting him back was big, Vince. And to me, Houston Griffith emerging and being a breakout player for Notre Dame could be the biggest key to this defense, not only being as good as it's been in the last couple of years, but taking that next step. Well, and and I think that that is is really important because if you if you don't follow this team uh, like we do, and you know we're talking about the safeties and things of that nature, and you talk about who's going to be the most important safety on the field, and if anybody doesn't say Kyle Hamilton, you're like, whoa, what, you, what the heck are you talking about? Right. But I would argue, as you just did, that it's Houston Griffith. So He's from the most a, important from a safety. playmaking standpoint, right? It's it's Kyle Hamilton. Sure, right. But that's Absolutely. not the point you're making. So explain why your pick would be because, like you said, most people are like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 time out. The most right. important safety to have on the field is Kyle Hamilton. Right. Absolutely. And we would both agree <laughs> with that when we talk about you want to have your best player in the field. But as far as the whole unit being the best, explain to me why. You say it's Houston Griffith. Well, and, and here's the thing. We all know what Kyle Ham- who Kyle Hamilton is and what he can do. And if he's not on the field, that's a bad thing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that he is the guy that I, I don't want to lose because he's the guy I don't want to lose. I, I want to be, be clear on that. I'm trying to figure out a good analogy to use. If Houston Griffith plays up to his potential and to his ability, it's, it's like he's the, literally a key to unlock – what Kyle Hamilton can be, okay? So what that means is if 
you're not getting good safety play from your second safety. You need Kyle Hamilton to cover up those deficiencies. Okay. Uh, it's very similar to what was happening at the linebacker position last year. They, that the Mike kind of had to cover up, you know, what was happening at the other linebacker spot. Right. And so he wasn't able to be as productive as he may have been. And so very similarly at the safety position, if the second safety is not pulling his own weight, if he is not living up to the potential and if he's not as good as he needs to be, well, now you need to use Kyle Hamilton to protect that other safety. So he's going to have to stay back more often. Now, staying back is not a bad thing for Kyle Hamilton, but you want to be able to move him around. That is where he is going to be most effective, putting him at linebacker depth, having him fill the lane, having him blitz, having him do these different things. You can't have him that close to the line of scrimmage if you don't trust what your other safety is doing on the back end. So if he's not doing what he's supposed to do, well, you got to keep Kyle Hamilton in the back because he's still your last line of defense. So Houston Griffith is literally that key to unlock what Kyle Hamilton can be. And he's really the only one on the roster right now that can fill that role as we're sitting here right now. Um, and getting him back, what Marcus Freeman was able to do, and we've re- we've talked about this a bunch. Um, we we There's did a whole no interest in him about. coming back to Notre Dame on his zero part when he decided to leave. Zero. And There's interest on in Notre Dame's side to get course. him back, but not on his end. But Marcus Freeman was able to, when he got the job, to reach out to the Griffith family and say, "Look, we need to have a conversation." He understood that. We need to get this kid back in the fold. And that was his first recruiting coup right. of his career at Notre Dame. And it was huge. He's done some great things up to this point with recruiting and, and all that. Don't get me wrong. But that was his first one. Mm-hmm. And for the 2021 season, it was gigantic. Because I know that Houston Griffith has not lived up to his potential up to this point. But he has talent. Mm-hmm. He ha- And I think, and, and we've talked about this before as well, I think when, you know, the one practice we got to see last year, which will be apparently one more that we're going to see this year, um, I was actually really impressed with what Houston Griffith was doing because he was running around the field, playing with no pressure on him. He was the starter. He was communicating. Yeah, absolutely. And and Vince, we've seen that from him in the past in practice when they've actually let him play safety. Right. I mean, that's not a new thing. And he's moved around. And that's another thing that obviously is an issue. Um, Right. But if he goes into this spring, he, he is the unquestioned starter next to Kyle Hamilton. I feel like with the fact that he's not going to be competing. Now, there's going to be guys that are going to be pushing him, and they, there should be. But the fact that he's not competing for that starting spot, I feel like he is going to play unencumbered, and his talent will be able to shine through. And I'm excited to watch what he is able to do because I think he can live up to his potential. Yeah, he's I think gonna he be can compete. be that number two guy. You said that he's not competing. Well, I think he's the star. I think he's the yeah. the, the penciled in starter. I'm yeah, saying he's going to have to compete. Look, Houston's not right. afraid of competition. You and I both know that. Absolutely. It's more what you, what's more about saying like he knows that they value him. Correct. And he's got to go out and play. He knows he has to earn that job. But it's more about they expect him to be that guy, and now he right. has to go out and earn it. And that's different than what it's been the last few years. And, and that's that part of it. I, I definitely agree with. And and to me. To add on to the things that you're saying, Vince, yeah. it's also because because there's especially look teams tried to avoid Kyle Hamilton last year as best they could. 
Sure. Uh, it just was harder when you had Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. Well, you don't have him now. And so teams are going to do a better job of avoiding him. Well, when you're avoiding him, you're going after the the number two safety. And that's that's a concern. I mean, and we saw that last year at times when teams would sure. pick on yeah. Sean Crawford. BC yeah. picked on him and had some big plays. So Clemson sure. obviously did in the second game especially. So when teams are going to do things to try to get Kyle to get Kyle Hamilton away from the play, you need a second safety that can step up and make plays. Pull his own weight, yeah, absolutely. And if and if you don't do that, then you know you'll be okay. You'll still beat Purdue. You'll still beat Navy. You'll still beat most of the teams in your schedule. But again, that's not the discussion anymore, right? Absolutely. This is Notre Dame, right? Beating Georgia Tech, beating North Carolina—that should not be the the gauge of wow, what a great year. It's <laughs> can you beat Clemson? Can you beat Clemson when it matters most? You know, can you beat Alabama? Can you beat Ohio State? And in order to do that, you need great safety play. And that's where Notre Dame has to improve is great safety play as a whole. Look, the 2018 Dean team was so far, in my opinion, Notre Dame's best defense. When you consider the quality of the competition, just the all-around depth, you know, all three layers. And guess what? They had great safety play. Alohi Gilman and Jalen Elliott were yes. phenomenal that year. Yes. And, and they need to have a great safety play in 2021, not just a great safety. They already have that. They yeah, have a done. great safety. Yes. Now they need great safety play from the unit. And, <clears> and the, the better Kyle, the better Houston Griffith plays, not only to your point, can they then unleash Kyle Hamilton to move him around? Cause Houston can also play center field and play to the field and play to the boundary. And sure. those type of things. I expect when we talk about where they line up, they are a field boundary team. I expect Houston to be the boundary safety and I expect Kyle Hamilton to be the field safety. And that's going to be big because you're going to need Houston to play well to that side. And if he does, then that gives you more flexibility with, you can allow Kyle Hamilton to be in that playmaker role because the field mm -hmm. safety is going to be that playmaker. And, and so that's important to me that he, he steps up and plays well because the better he plays, the better Kyle Hamilton will play exactly. because he'll have yep. more opportunities to make yes. more plays. And so that's why I view him as an ultimate key. Now here's the question after that. If Houston Griffith steps up and is the player we think he, he needs to be, they're not done yet. They need more. You do. Because to your point, they are at ideally want to be a three safety defense. And even if you're not a three safety defense in your base, you, you want to at least be able to go to a third safety against certain teams you know you'd like sure. to have that against usc and north carolina to a degree as well so they need some at least some one more person to step up they could be okay if they can stay healthy they're going to be okay with just two safeties they'll be okay right but an ideal world is that, that somebody else steps up because there's guys like cam hart and philip riley and and players like that and and one player to me vince that i'm uh, it, it's a big spring for him is dj brown now yes. he got some playing time last year was okay, was solid. He was okay, but, yeah. I mean, but to me, I think Houston Griffith stepping up is also best for DJ Brown. And, and, then and he, yeah, yeah. Explain why that's the case, Vince, because well, you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, that way DJ Brown doesn't have to be the guy. He, I mean, he can be the spot guy. He can come in when you need a third safety. He can come in to spell somebody. He can come in, um, you know, in in those special situations. And he can kind of have that niche right. role, and I think you can with, protect the niche role. You can't protect a start a base that, down starter. That, that's exactly right. And I and I and look, DJ Brown's a senior. He's been around for a while. Smart I think player. What what you see is what you get, though, right? Yeah. I mean, he. I don't think he's going to surprise anybody with his 
talent level. Yeah, he's a so, very smart, intelligent, sure. tough player that lacks the athleticism to play Correct. at an elite level. And and that's why I think that niche role could be perfect for him. Yeah, he can focus on that small window of what he needs to do. He can excel at it, and then he can go back off the field again. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's some guys. That's a perfect position right. for them. And I think for DJ Brown, I think that's a perfect spot for him in 2021. What's why I, I think Sean Crawford's best season was the 2017 season because that's exactly what he was. He was Correct. a niche player. Now this is again post injuries. Right, that's what we're talking about. Like Sean right. Crawford before the two knee injuries was a pure corner. I mean, he yeah. he he'd been really really good, but that was the thing with him is in 2017 he could be a niche guy. You could pro- you could protect him more, right, from the matchups that would give him problems. We saw last year they couldn't protect him when he was a 60 plus snap starter, and that's kind of what what you you look for. So same with DJ Brown. It, if DJ Brown's playing 20 to 25 snaps a game, you can find that niche for him, as you talked about, and say, hey, here's what he's really good at. He's very smart. He's very this. He's that. So let's find that role for him in these certain games and this certain look. Right. And we can protect him with Kyle in Houston. Y- you can't do that as much if if he's your 60-plus 60, 60 snap starter. So that's why I say Houston stepping up not just impacts Houston and the number two safety spot. It impacts Kyle Hamilton, and it impacts DJ Brown. Now, I, I will say – those three guys, I think it's it's kind it's kind of a we know what we're gonna get from those three guys, and no, what no, we we're looking, can get, yes, we're, we're, yeah, we, we're, get. we know where we want them to go. We think they have the ability to get. And we've there, at least cetera, seen it. We've seen them right. do it. Right. The pro- that's not a problem. One of the major question marks at this at this position now is who else is gonna step up yeah. because you need at least one more guy. You need at least one more guy to fill out that too deep. Because you got two safeties, you need two backups. Um, you need at least one more guy to step up. And there's kind of a group of guys. You got Litchfield Ajavon, you got KJ Wallace, um, you got incoming freshman Justin Walters, right? Um, he'll he'll be there this spring. Out of those three guys, Brian, what are we expecting from them? Is there somebody in that group that you think could potentially step up and be that too deep player in 2021. I realize Justin Walters is a freshman, mm-hmm. um, so his future's way more ahead of him potentially. But Litchfield's a junior. KJ Wallace yeah. is a junior. I mean, they've been in the program for a little bit now. Vince, you know, it's it's not even just about being in the too deep. I, I'd like to see one of those guys step up and emerge and, and push DJ Brown or and even push Houston if he's not playing well. Sure. You, you know, and and. That's the thing is I, w- I would love to see the two veterans. You need at least one of the two veterans to step up. And I think an intriguing guy in this conversation is, is KJ Wallace. I love KJ Wallace coming out of high school because he wasn't the biggest guy or the fastest guy, but he's really athletic. Sure. He's very smart. And he's tough. He moved to safety because of need. I mean, they recruited him to play corner. Sure. I'd like to see him get a shot to play some of that nickel safety. And he's, he's a very similar body type to the guy that played that position for Cincinnati last year. He wasn't a real tall, big guy, and you can protect him because you'll have Kyle Hamilton behind him. Sure. If Kyle Hamilton's playing the field safety, that player is to the field. And and I like KJ, and I, and I think KJ is a very talented player. This is he's another guy that I think got hurt last year because there was no spring because they moved him to safety. Remember, he was going to play right. safety last spring, and of course they had to. He was going well, he was actually going to kind of be a swing guy between both. Uh, in the spring, well, now he's, you know, going to get another shot to play safety, and I think this spring is big for him because I think this is his chance to kind of step up and and seize that role. Because look, if he if he if him and 
and Litchfield Ashvon don't step up this spring, you've got Kerry G showing up in the fall, right? Yep. You've got Philip Riley at corner who will be here this spring. Say, hey, look, he's six foot, one hundred ninety-five pounds. If y'all don't step up and play, I know Philip wants a place to play. Right. You know, if if Cam Hart gets beat out by Philip Riley or or Ryan Barnes or both, or if Cam steps up and balls out, but those two guys are also balling out, then you could say, hey, we like the two freshmen in the boundary corner spot. We're going to move Cam Hart over there to safety or something like that. So there's enough options at corner to where if those guys don't step up, they're going to have to figure something else out. And I think by the end of the spring, we will have a corner move to safety. It's okay. somewhere. Uh, but they need to make sure that they have the kind of spring that prevents that from happening. And, and right. with KJ, he's got corner skills. That's what I like about him. He brings corner skills to the game. Litchfield's an interesting player because Litchfield is built a lot like KJ, but he's more of a alley safety. He's not a great cover guy, but he's smart and he's a quality athlete. We've just never seen him play. He's got like yeah. 20 career special team snaps under his belt, and we didn't get a chance to see him play last spring. He's another guy that that sophomore class really took a big hit by not having spring last year because for a lot of them, it was going to be their first spring at Notre Dame. So I'm I'm curious to see how they both play. Look, Litchfield Ashavon was a borderline top hundred recruit according yeah. to rivals. Yeah. ESPN ranked KJ Wallace in the that. top two fifty uh, of their ranking. So these are not guys that that nobody thought could be a good player. These are guys that at least some people, including Notre Dame's coaching staff, thought were good football players. Sure. Do they step up or not? That's the question. And if if they they're the key to solidifying the depth. So like Houston is the key to saying we're going to have a great safety starting group these guys are the the keys to to saying hey we're we're, we're okay here we're, yeah. we're, we're fine we've got depth we've got playmakers and all that kind of stuff and, and more so at that boundary safety position i don't think any of them are, are guys that you look at and say boy that guy's going to be able to replace kyle hamilton should something happen but that's the big thing about this spring that's going to be interesting vince because kyle hamilton had that ankle surgery he's going to be limited this spring and honestly i think it's going to be good for kyle hamilton because Number one, you don't ever want a guy to be injured, but he is, and that's a fact. So the good thing for that is when he's not on the field, he needs to be standing right by Marcus Freeman and, and learn it. What are the calls? What are right. the coaching points? What are the things <clears throat> the that he's spring. seeing? Yeah. Right. So you talk about wanting to have a coach on the field. Well, this is a great chance for Kyle Hamilton to become a coach on the field because he is an incredibly intelligent young man. And if you have, if he has to get the mental reps, which we all as coaches value and talk about, that's the thing I'd always tell him. If you're injured, you better not be with more than five feet away from me the entire practice. Right. Right. Now, don't make me bump into you every time I turn around, but you better at least be like kind of in my face. Yeah. Right. Because that tells me that you're locked in into really understanding what we're trying to do. Because if you can go out on the field and understand what I'm thinking, if you can get in my inside my head, then you're gonna be you're gonna be good out there. And that's the opportunity for Kyle Hamilton is to see the game from that standpoint, I think would do wonders for him because he is such an intelligent player that he'd be able to process how the deep coordinator's thinking much better. And then when he does get on the field, oh, look out. But it also opens up tremendous opportunities because there's now more reps available to those sure. other players. Yep. Yep. There's absolutely. more reps for DJ. There's more reps for Houston. There's more reps for Litchfield, KJ, and Justin Walters. And even though Justin Walters is listed at like 175 pounds, that's a hitter. I'm really looking forward to hearing. I was I was going to say seeing. Yeah, what I know he can do, right. but, I, yeah. You know, but uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing what what he does this spring because he kind of strikes me as the kind of guy that's going to 
surpass his recruiting ranking pretty quickly, or at least has a chance to, because he's a he's an athletic kid, hard worker, strong, uh, rangy. He, he could be a guy that I could see. Boy, we're, we're, we'd like to redshirt him, but this is not going to happen. Can't he's, do he, it. He's at least going to be a great special teams player. You know, the question is, can you know is that 170 plus pounds kind of concerns me a little. But then you see pictures of him, and you see a pretty cut up, you know, strong kid. Sure. So if he's physically able to play as a freshman, he's another guy because what what Justin brings that you lack with KJ and with with Litchfield is he brings some length. He's six foot plus, six one, long arms. And what he brings that DJ doesn't bring is, is to me, a much more rangier athletic player sure. than what DJ Brown is. So he he's a guy that I'm, I'm, I would like to see him mature quickly. Being an early enrollee is going to be huge for him. We may not see it this spring, but if he has a good spring, then maybe that puts him in position to do something in the fall. So I actually think that there's enough bodies here, Vince, okay. to say if everybody steps up, they're going to be okay at safety. The question is, is who bats a thousand in those regards? Well, that's yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the concern. Let, let me ask you. Let me throw you a curveball here, real quick, because I was looking through the spring roster that was sent out uh, the other day, uh, yesterday, and they they have Isaiah Pryor listed as a safety. Is mm -hmm. I, I, mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you about that. They have him listed as a DB. It said so, S. So it that's did. What I was at. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at the roster and I thought it said DB. Okay, look, they had him listed him either as a way. DB last year, and he was at he was at Rover the entire season. Right, right. right. Yeah. Well, they moved him to Rover pretty early in in camp. I just don't see that. I okay. I don't yeah. see what he can do there. I I don't see him as being a guy that, in my opinion, has the has the coverage ability to play that position. He is a pure alley player. Right. Uh, he is a guy that I look at and I say. You know, yeah, he's listed as a DB. Oh, okay. On the roster, oh, whereas I, the other guys are listed as S. Yeah, the numerical one. I thought right. they had him listed as an S. Uh, I didn't look at that one. Let me look at the numerical one. What number is he again? He he's is 10, ten, right? He's ten. Yeah, they have him listed as safety. So they have him listed as both. Yeah, two different places. But that's what it was last year. That's uh -huh. not Notre Dame. <laughs> um, they listed him as the DB on last year's roster too. I'm gotcha. not worried too okay. much about it. Okay, I just that. wanted to throw it out there, throw that and, name because and I, I he was hope, that big transfer yeah. that everybody was all excited yeah. about. Yeah. And, and that's fine. Be excited about him. But sure. Be excited about him as a rover. He's not a safe tough kid. Yeah, he's just not a cover he's, guy. He's got good downhill ability. Yes. He just he look. That's what crushed him at Ohio State. I mean, he started yeah. at Ohio State. Started eight games right. in 2018 at Ohio State. But right. you know, the Purdue game was one example when they got torched because he they they Purdue was able to get him in isolations and coverage and and get him in space and he just he got abused. And that's that was kind of the end of his his basically his end of his starting career at Ohio state. He just, to sure. me, doesn't have the flip your hips cover ability that you, you sure. want. And that's where I say, if you play him at safety, you're losing, you're losing an abil the ability, in my opinion, to make an impact with him. And gotcha. I could see Notre Dame coaches falling in love with him. Cause he's big, he's strong. He's big, a good, strong, tough he's guy. A yeah, good right. kid from everything I've heard. He's a good yep. kid. He's a smart kid. He's a great worker. He has all those types of things you look for. He's got size, and you know he's the kind of guy that coaches tend to fall in love with, kind of like Shane Simon last year. Because sure. if if I can just get him to do this, then, sure. then it's great. But he just doesn't have that. Right. So um, so that's kind of where where I'm with him. But you know, and that's that's but that's that's where we're at, Vince. So hey, that's kind of wrapping up where we are with the safety position. And yeah, you know, we'll see about where Isaiah Pryor ends up. But I I feel he's going to be more of a rover because otherwise, who are you going to have at rover? And maybe it's a, they're working him as a safety to be that third safety, which is essentially which the rover. rover. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so it, it's terminology. Yeah. At this and, point. and look, yeah. we, we always do the three questions and the three questions are exactly how we, we went down it. Number one is, you know, how are they going to use Kyle Hamilton? I don't know yeah. how much of that we're going to really be able to learn in the spring because he's going to be limited. Sure. Uh, you know, does Houston Griffith finally step up and become that guy? Has to. That's going to be a big question. Yep. And then the third one is, do the depth players play because they have to, because they, they, they need somebody? Or do they seize hold of that position and yep. take that those spots? Those are the three questions that we'll have, two of them especially important this spring. One about Houston and the depth. And we should hopefully find answers. And if those, if we don't get positive answers, then you can darn well bet that somebody or two at corner is going to end up moving back to safety. True. So that's going to do it for our position previews. Vince, you and I tomorrow are going to record a podcast that we'll put out on Saturday where we just take a big picture look at the spring, what we're looking for, breakout players, biggest questions, biggest areas where we're most excited, biggest certainties, all those different things. We'll talk about quarterback play and all of that uh, on Saturday, which is the day that spring practice starts. But, of course, to, to later today, because this is coming out on Friday, at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern on Friday, we will have our live mailbag. We're going to talk all things Notre Dame and Notre Dame recruiting. So have your questions ready. Be there with us. Be there. Join us. And, and ha let's have some fun. So make sure that you're with us. So for Vince Dario, I'm Brian Driscoll. Have a great rest of your day. See you at the live chat. And then after that, have yourself a great Friday and a great rest of your weekend. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.